<laughs> hey, yo, Patrick, you watch that debate? Um, no. <laughs> debate these nuts. <laughs> hey, everybody, before this podcast starts, I am your host, the most electrifying man in podcasting, David Main. If you guys want to find me on social media, uh, you can find me on twitch.tv slash davidmain8. On Instagram, it's davidmain8 underscore twitch. On Twitter, it's David's Bazaar. And on YouTube, it's just David Main. I know the ats are not the same, but it's kind of hard when bots exist. Anyways, enjoy the podcast. <laughs> and, then it'll, and then it'll roll the... the, the, the. Fantastic. We can start now because I'll just, I'll just slice it up in, cool. the, in the thing. But the video format's going to be a little awkward because... Um, I don't do much editing on the video, but I do on the audio. So, you know, here we are now. I'm going to get crisscross applesauce. You can't see me on camera doing it. That's good because um, I'm a little ashy right now. I just got done working out and I took a shower and I didn't put on <laughs> lotion. Um, you know, I put on moisturizer. I do my, my skincare routine, but I don't really do, um, you know, sometimes at nighttime I don't really moisturize, which I should, but, you know, I, I moisturize like all the time. So that's the that's the important time to moisturize it is true i'll give you that much it is true but most of the times i think like um at nighttime what it is is like i'll get home and i'm so tired and then like i'll hop in the shower and then basically by the time i hop out of the shower i'll just already be in bed you know <laughs> oh let me adjust this i'm like wonky okay um but yeah man how was how was your day how was your day it was good it was good and i was just you know worked out chilled yeah, uh, kind of planned out my next video, which I'm still working on. Oh, nice, nice. Kind of pushing off. Right. <laughs> I have we you and I have discussed this, but I have two videos coming up pretty soon here. <laughs> uh, should I, I'll talk about the concept of it on here? Because um, I was gonna, I, you know, I'll, I'll do a little explaining of it in the actual like first video that I do, but I put out, you know. Um, but basically, um. You know, I had this idea when I was at work and I like texted Patrick. I was like, idea for later, toys. And then like, I was like, I know what, I'll know, I know what it means. Just like, I just need to have like, I just need to have it bookmarked basically. Cause sometimes when I'm at work, I'll have ideas and then like, I don't really have time to really write it down. So then I'll just like, uh, either put it in the notes app or I'll just text it to Patrick. So that way we can talk about it later. Um, <laughs> and basically like, I, I was thinking to myself like, oh, I was listening to a podcast and they mentioned like, um, they were talking about like Ryan's toys or whatever that's on YouTube. Like they, they were talking about like the, like, um, like all these like toy channels on YouTube. Right. And yeah. I started thinking to myself, I was like, man, like, you know what I really, really miss is like toys from my childhood, you know? Cause here's the thing. Like, it's not that I never went without, you know, like I, I would have toys, but I think one of the biggest things is like, I still don't have a lot of those toys from my childhood. My dad was kind of one of those, like either put it in a bin in a storage bin and then just, lock it away forever or just give it away or toss them right so like a lot of my old toys i really don't have and it and it sucks because it's like i had so many old wrestling figures old power ranger figures i had a lot of like um like original like pokemon figurines you know stuff like that um and so i was kind of conceptualizing this and i was like what about like if i bought toys pre-2010 and then uh you know basically like i want to say like unbox them put them together I guess like review the toy essentially, but like in essence, it's kind of just like living this, like, um, like reliving this like nostalgia. Right. Or do you remember the first time like you opened up your first Beyblade, you know, it's like, do you like, 
I, I just remember like I was so stoked because like I, I didn't even put it together. My like parents put it together for me because like when you're a child, you're just not competent. I get I don't know. I could have easily done. I could have easily did it, but you know, I I just so what I basically did was I'm not gonna tell you the toys yet, but I bought two toys. One from 2000, that one that released in 2003, and one that released in 2005. So and they're coming in the original packaging. Well, it's imported from Korea. But it's still coming in from that packaging. So I'm like expecting the stickers to be dried out. <laughs> um, but if not, you know, cool. But I, I'd, I'd think it would be a, a fun idea to do that. So I bought I bought two toys. So that's two videos right there, which is nice because I haven't had a video out since the, the should you go to college one. Um, mm. So hopefully, like, I'm trying to, like, write a <laughs> write a little mini script for each one where, like, it's like, okay, like how do I introduce the the series, right? That's the so I've got to prepare for that for the first video, right? So I got to write a script for like a mini. I'm trying to keep it under a minute intro, right? So it's like how do I introduce? I mean, we could we could transition into script writing after this because I, I didn't want to ask you how you what your process is, right? So yeah. it's like, so I mean, I mean the, the I guess the biggest thing is when you when you produce videos like this, you know, people think that like oh you just turn on the camera and record, right? Um, but I, I, I think when it when you're introducing a series like this, you know, and you want to explain why you're doing the series, right? So you got to have your why. You got to have your hook, right? Um, and then, I mean, when I'm doing the unboxing, like, obviously, like, I really don't care if it's scripted. But I want, like, you know, like, little, like, details, right, about the product. Like, can I maybe do I somewhat off the cuff it? Do I somewhat script it? Right. Do I have that script off to the side and be like, okay, these are the product details while I'm unboxing, whatever. So, you know, like I said, like what the biggest thing about the script though is, is trying to fit, you know, an intro, uh, a hook and a question all within a minute, minute 30. Right. Um, and then also making it appealing. Like it's like, why am I, why am I a grown adult watching this, other grown adult unbox a toy from our childhood right um so it's like a lot of factors that you got to really like think about when you're making uh like a video like this and you know um you know obviously when i get on like later down in the series i don't really have to introduce it because i've already introduced it right in the first video but so it's all about making that first video important right so when you're writing a script right like what are like the biggest factors you got to take into uh account when you're writing such a script i feel like <laughs> um i mean obviously because there's a lot of dialogue right yeah my, mine's more like dialogue okay. and more just kind of like uh more like casual everyday conversation so i think right. uh, and like when it when it, when it's like a talking head where it's like me talking to the camera i don't really like plan it out right actually right so i just kind of like everything is pretty much off the cuff like whenever i'm yeah. talking to the camera just because you know i have the i have the the thoughts in my head i think it just i just need to like execute it and then i also have like you know all the time i need to record it right and if anything i can always just re-record it later but right um when it comes to script writing i feel like a big thing is more just like am i because especially since I'm writing for other characters, mm -hmm. like, am I writing as me, as how I would talk? Right, or right, how, right. like, these characters would talk? Mm -hmm. And I think it's, like, kind of on the flip side when it's, like, uh, if you're, like, narrating something, right? Right. Um, it's, like, is this, like, you know, David or, like, Patrick the informant or, you know, mm -hmm. like, the actual, like, Patrick right. talking? Right, right. 
So I think just finding like a balance with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you just have to like tread this line where it's like, you don't want to be super like, this is this, this is that. You kind of want to like spice it up. Right, right, right. Um, the other thing I was going to ask you is like, um, when you're writing a script, it's like, do you put yourself in like the actor's shoes, right? Like, so do you like try to like, I guess like act out what you're about to write or is it all kind of just like up in your head, you write it out and then you kind of just see how it unfolds? Yeah, I kind of like write it all out and then kind of see like, I like go back and then see like, oh, does this, does this flow well? And then also just, just working with actors. Right. I feel like their feedback is also really important because they'll be like, oh, like I wouldn't typically say something like this. Right. And they would like, you know, kind of put it how they would be mm-hmm. saying it mm-hmm. and then it's like a little more comfortable. Right. So I think that's like, like a big difference because right. like, yeah, you have this line, but it's like, it could be better mm-hmm. if, you know, if they're comfortable with it too. Right. I remember so- in my early days of YouTube, um, whenever I would make videos, <laughs> even if they were going to be like a skit, right. It was always just like, let's turn on the camera and just do the script as we go, right? Like, no script. It's like we have a general idea of what the beginning, middle, and end is going to be. Let's just turn on the camera and see what kind of happens. Or even if I was doing a solo video, it'd be like, okay, this is the topic I want to, you know, talk about. Like, this is what's in my head. Let me just just go for it, right? And <laughs> that's, it, a, that's me whenever, like, I'm in front of the camera. Right, right. For the most part, right? I mean, and that's us when we get on the podcast, but it's a little bit different because podcasts are supposed to be kind of like a dialogue, a conversation, off the cuff, whatever. But mm-hmm. um, unless they are kind of not scripted, but they have bullet points for everything. But when I think when, when we make actual videos, or at least when I make actual videos now, and even if it's going to be a topic like, should you go to college? If it's about toys, whatever. Like, I, I don't know why. Like, I just have like this, like, uh, I guess like new, like natural instinct to just write a little script, be more organized, be more concise and be more informative. Cause it's like, um, you know, I, I, I hate my, my dialogue, I guess my natural dialogue because it has a lot of likes, ums. So, um, you know, I just, I, I repeat a lot of words and it, it just, um, like, like, look at, um, right there. I can't not say, um, so I, I guess when I'm, when I'm making a video, um, I think about, okay, I need to write a script because if not, I'm just going to keep saying, um, and like over and over again. And mm-hmm. I, 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 when you make a video to me, I feel like it's got to be a little bit like the production value has got to be a little bit up. Right. And if that includes writing a little script that you got to read off of, like on the side of the camera or whatever, or just you know, memorizing it, then so be it. It's like, it, it, I, I guess just like what I'm trying to say is like going forward when I make these videos, it's like, I want them to be better produced each time. Right. Like, yeah. let me do something better each time. And I think that's why right mm-hmm. now it's like, I'm taking like month gaps in between, uh, posting videos because, um, I want to make sure I have a good idea down and then I also want to make sure I have a decent script down and then I also want to make sure I actually can put in the effort and time to produce said video, right? Because if I just turn on the camera and I'm just like, what am I going to talk about this? Um, What do I know about this? Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know too much, you know, but um, yeah, that's just kind of what I've been up to, you know? Like, I, I made some neat little purchases, purchases that are Korean imported and... um because the original Japanese and the English packaging are so expensive for said product. So I was like, well... Oh, really? I was wondering why you bought the Korean ones. Yeah, so basically, like, a lot of these products that I'm finding from, like, the early 2000s, it's, like, um, it's distributed by 
it's so it's made by Takaratomi, but it's distributed by Sona King. Um like the Korean mm. version is. Right. Yeah. So technically like basically like if it isn't if it isn't produced by Takaratomi, Hasbro, or Sona King, um, it's a fake product. So like I was making sure that like, okay, I'm buying this from Sona King. Um but it, it is technically under the umbrella of Takaratomi. So like I'm yeah. buy, at least buying a legit product, you know, and if I was buying a fake product, fuck it. <laughs> you know, like it, it looks the same. I'll let yeah. you know if it's a fake product or not. But I think just the main thing is like, um, you know, I, I like, I miss the two thousands, like the early two thousands. Um, mm-hmm. and I'll ask you a question about that in a second. Um, I miss the early 2000s. I think ultimately, dude, like, I just like toys. Like, not like in a weird way, but it's, I've always enjoyed toys. It's always been interesting to me, you know, like, even like, that's why, like, I like figurines now. Um, I don't know, man. Maybe just because, like, I didn't, like, maybe because I didn't get to keep all of my toys from, from, like, being a child. And, like, there's a part of me now that just wants to replace them, right? Like, let me just go find all the old shit that I used to have and and have that now in my collection because like a lot of that stuff's valuable dude like i had a massive power rangers collection like it was insane like i'm talking like i remember like when i gave them to my like little cousins it was like a big like um not like grocery bag but it's like a a, like like the fabric tote bags almost you know and i filled up the entire thing with with power rangers figures figurines so like i had a lot man and like seeing my red ranger go that won't hurt my feelings but um, <laughs> you know, I really love that Red Ranger figurine. But uh, what I was going to say was, you know, growing up, um, we have been in a weird generation, right? Like being born like in the late 90s because we grew up in this weird era where it's all like you still had like <laughs> like landlines and dial-ups with cell phones, you know? Like it's a very weird very weird generation in between yeah it's like this weird in-betweener generation where it's like you're transitioning out of the 90s right where it's like people still have like ethernet cords to get their internet and all this stuff and landlines and all these wires and you know these ugly looking tvs (laughs) and then it's like you're also like halfway in to the future right where it's all like now you're starting to first see like cell phones, like the flip phones and, um, you know, like, uh, you remember like when like Roadrunner came out, like high speed internet first got advertised, like, man, that shit blew my mind, Mm. blew my mind. And then like when the first like plasma TV came out, man, like it just was like, it's been a weird in-betweener generation. That's for sure. And I, and I think that's why like, um, you, 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 we, it's like that, that 2000s generation's weird because it's like, think about like, um, where we were coming from in terms of like, I guess like entertainment, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, then you also have like this like weird anime style that's starting to get like introduced to like Western, you know, like <laughs> media, like, like on 4Kid and CW and whatnot. Like you get, you know, Yu Gi Oh! and Pokemon for like the first couple times and, you know, that like edgy styles, like starting to get like a little cooler and like, then you get like your Naruto's and whatnot, you know, but, um, do you like, what, like, what was like your biggest, I guess like, what was like your, the biggest thing that stood out to you growing up? Like in, in terms of like entertainment, uh, gaming, um, pop culture, media, like, what, like, what, like, what is the thing that you remember the most about like the two thousands, you know, I don't even like nothing really like, any like 
everything that I'm into now is like pretty much like streamlined. So back then, right? I mean, like anime, like was like a big part of it, right? But that definitely like influenced like the media that I consumed, the games that I played, the like toys that I bought, right? So like, yeah, I mean, anime is like a big stick out. Um, yeah, I mean. Yeah, media or entertainment would be like anime. Did you have gaming. like any? Did you have any of the consoles? In the I, it's funny because my dad is like a big gamer. Right. So like at one point we had like all like the quote the big systems yeah. at the time. Yeah. So like he would have um, the PS2, the Xbox. Yeah. And then I had the uh, the GameCube. Dude, that and GameCube, then, I miss it. I'm I, I'm gonna get one one of these days, bro. And then and then I think like fast forward like. He got he had the xbox 360 the ps3 yeah. and i had the the wii right um and then like now like i have switch and then he has the ps4 so right like, right i think like gaming has always been like generally there mm-hmm. um and then in terms of toys like i think i was just like a big like um like action figure guy so like yeah Rangers, uh yeah yeah maybe sometimes you, wrestling toys do but... you remember i don't know if i don't know if you were buying naruto toys but do you remember when like the Naruto figurines would come with headbands in the same packaging no. from Target? I had to buy mine separate. Dude, okay, there was a period in time and and I I tried finding it the other day and it was sold out everywhere. But there was a period in time where um certain characters and they, I don't know if they were Target exclusives or what, but there were certain characters from Naruto in which if you bought that character, it came with the headband from that character. So I remember a metal headband yeah or it was like you know it had like this like foam piece underneath and then like it like had like the actual like uh yeah and so i remember vividly i bought a rock lee one because it had his red headband in um it it, like in the um the packaging and it was only like an eight twelve dollar toy and i was like that's fucking crazy you know um but I guess like i I bring this up because it's like i I don't want to say like like lately i've been like on a nostalgia kick but because I bought those toys, you know, it's like you kind of do like a little bit of a deep dive. And I do remember like I had like a Sega Genesis. I had a GameCube. I had a PlayStation mm-hmm. 2. I had every single Game Boy um, except for a Game Boy Color. So I had the Game Boy oh, Advance, yeah. Game I Boy SP. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what else did I have? I, I, had, I, I had, had every single DS except for the 3DS. Um, oh, really? Yeah. I, I I think like around that time. Oh like, no! Yeah, yeah. I remember we had the discussion where like we you ended up we ended up getting two DSs. Dude, you guys want to hear a funny story? <laughs> oh my god! So we we had a, a friend who was uh we had a friend who was older than us, right? That graduated. I think I was a sophomore at this time, maybe. And he had lent me his 3DS with a copy <laughs> of Pokemon. Oh god, what game came out around this time? Maybe X and Y. X. Yeah. yeah. He gave me a, he gave me his his DS and because I didn't have a 3DS at the time, so he gave me that 3DS with a copy of Pokemon X and Y, and he's just like, hey, if you want to play it, like I'm not playing it, I just have it, um, you know, like catch Pokemon for me, basically, you know, like he was like, you, you know, you're a fucking kid, like go do kid things, right? So I I had his I had his 3DS and I was playing it and I beat the game, I like run into the game, and the day came where I was gonna give it back to him. And so I'm on I'm on campus, right? And I had it in my front pouch of my backpack, right? Unsuspecting pack back. Um, and I had we were during it was during practice, so like I had left my backpack in the drum room, 
um, as we all do. And it practice ended and I was like, Oh Jordan, let me give you back your DS now, you know? And so I ran back to the drum room and I opened the first pocket and it's not there. And I was like, Oh fuck. And so then I opened up my, the big pouch. I'm like, Oh, maybe I just put it in there. And I emptied everything out like all frantically dude. And like, dump in my backpack i was like fuck 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 fuck. i forgot about this and i was like 15 at the time 15 16 so like if you can imagine how frantic i was because this thing got stolen out of my bag that's not mine and 3ds's are not cheap in the game right so i'm like how the fuck am i gonna replace this right and so i'm just like zip unzip everything and i was just like oh my god i gotta make up a lie don't i i gotta make up a lie and then like you know that moment when you're like panicking and you're like do i lie do i tell the truth do i lie do i tell the truth you know so i kept going back and forth back and forth and then it like dawned on me i was like i was like somebody legitimately stole this out of my fucking backpack right and whether if it was on me for whatever but it's like i had to give it back to him somewhere i should have maybe just kept it in my locker but whatever i just in my mind i guess i was like put it in there you're gonna see him after you're gonna see him at practice just give it to him while you're there quick transaction right um and so then i remember i came like moping out and i'm like jordan somebody stole the ds out of my backpack and he was like what and i was just like somebody stole your ds out of my backpack i'm fucking sorry and then he was just like oh you're good man (laughs) and i was like oh I was like, I'm good. <laughs> he was just like, yeah, it kind of sucks, but like, you know, like you can't help it. Like if someone just steals shit, you, you can't, what are you going to do about it? And I was like, oh God. <sighs> you know, being like 15 years old, like my like heart, like I was like, yo, I'm going to have to sell my Xbox. I'm going to have to replace this. And he was just like, nah, don't even worry about it, dude. And I just, yeah. oh my God. Um, yeah, <laughs> I just, I was so frantic about it. And then I remember like that Christmas, I got a 2DS with a copy of, why and um <laughs> i was like do i just give this back to you and he's just like no you don't you don't need to give that back to me um good guy um really good guy really really good guy um but that being said like suck like i've been on this like nostalgic kick of just like old games old toys and stuff like mm. that so i was just kind of like thinking like man like the 2000s is like a wild time as a whole you know like um yeah. Just, just, yeah, just wild shit was going on in that, um, in that, um, I mean, from, from like, from like, uh, politics to like world stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just like the gaming and then like entertainment industry. It was like a, a boom lot. really, man. There's, there's a lot. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to say it's like one of the best eras, you know, but like, it was definitely one of the most interesting eras of time. Cause I, like I, like I said, I do believe there's a little bit that transition from you know the you know the greatness the boom of the 90s into the 2000s you know and um that's like not even mentioning like television for like me as like a like as a kid growing up watching wrestling you know and like all those toys and products and it's just like oh my god like i want it all you know and um yeah the 2000s is wild it it really was like uh you got motherfuckers wearing like triple xl t-shirts and you know like Oh, yeah, from, like, fashion, too. Yeah, even fashion. We talk about fashion all the time, man. It's, like, people were wearing fucking, you know, I think this is, like, around the era, like, Tim's were blowing up, too, right? Like, that whole New York scene, right? 50 Cent dropping, yeah. you know, um, um, Get Rich or Die Trying. Um, what's the other album? Uh, well, I can't remember. I mean, it definitely is Get Rich or Die Trying. I'm, I'm definitely tripping. Um, 
Hold on, I'll tell you right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get Rich or Die Trying, and then he had a movie too. Um, I was just listening to it the other day. It had Window Shopper on it. I fucking love that song. Um, oh, it, it is also Get Rich or Die Trying, but it's from the movie. And then you had Jay Z dropping the Black Album. You had Timbaland. You had Pharrell. You had early Kanye. So like, you had this like big like movement of hip hop like this is like before like hip hop really even like it took over the culture but it was really starting to i mean it, it always had right i mean like think about like 90s hip hop right like think about like that like that boom big, of yeah. like tupac and you know snoop dr dre ice cube i mean that's technically like late 80s early 90s but like still like you're coming out of that era right and you get to the 2000s and you get this you know big boom of not just new york rappers for the first time but it's like you're starting to get like you know uh rappers from the south and whatnot like outcast is starting to blow up uh lil wayne's blowing up um you know uh birdman cash money records um what whatnot right so then you have like this like big for like one of the first times uh you're starting to see this like hip hop culture take over. So you're seeing, you know, wearing like baggy jerseys with the big shirts underneath. You got the hats. Um, you get, you have someone like, uh, you know, Timberland boots were, you know, starting to become a thing. Um, I guess like not just, and they're always like a thing, but I'm saying like, you know, really starting to be like popularized, you know, but also uh, like on on that note, like also like skating culture, rock, punk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alternative rock, like Paramore, My Chemical Romance, fucking Blink One Eight Two, fucking Pank of the Disco, um, yeah, uh, Fall Out like, Boy. Even, even that punk style with like skinny jeans. Yeah, uh, it's like yeah. it was like this like weird. You know, what's so cool about that era too is like it was like this weird uh, moment in time where it's like that like punk scene and like hip hop scene and skater scene was all starting to like kind of mesh, mesh yeah. into one right and um like especially like with like Lil Wayne dude like oh my god Lil Wayne like when he got on the scene man you got this like hip-hop dude like that's like a skateboarder as well man like dude really 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 took over I remember when I got the Carter 3 on bootleg from a swap meet man that fucking album was <sighs> phenomenal like I, I still listen to some of the songs off that the Carter 3 is so good man but um you know, so, like, you're getting, like, this, like, new wave of, like, hip-hop. You get this new wave of fashion. Um, you get this new wave of, like, you know, digital media, really. Um, like, the the beginning of HD, you know, like, when HD became a thing. Um, yeah. You know, you're starting to get, like, these, like, digital toys as well, you know. Uh, more more toys and, and consoles with these, like, digital screens. Um yeah, I mean, you think about how great the PS2 is, in my opinion, you know, <laughs> some of the best games, Such like, good, yeah. you know, like Tiger Woods' PGA Tour was on there, you had the first you round You literally of... picked it off with Tiger Woods, What do you... when there were so many other games. Dude, Tiger Woods is a fucking force in the early 2000s, man. No, 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 I know, <laughs> but like... Dude, literally a, a dude Tiger, Wo- Tiger Woods' PGA Tour, to, I think it's 2005, is one of the best games of all time. And one of the best games of all, dude. Sports, well, sports games started to evolve because they they were actually yeah, yeah, able to no, put no, like three D, no, no. you know. So you got Tiger Woods PGA Tour, you got NBA Live, you got uh, like all the NFL, like the 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 early Madden games, right? And like this is when like you were able to play online if you had a fucking Ethernet cord that just plugged into the back of your fucking console. <laughs> and so then you had those things, and then you know SmackDown versus Raw 2007 is one of the best games of all time, and I'll fucking die by that. I'll live and die by that game. 
I literally went and bought. I actually took the back. My aunt had a PlayStation Two that was sitting in her fucking garage for years and years and years. And I was like, "Let me take it off your hands for you." And she was like, "Okay." I had to buy a new power cord. I had to buy a new controller, and I had to buy SmackDown vs. Raw 2007. I played that game for a week fucking straight, like not nonstop, nonstop. It was. It, it, it is a beautiful game, and it's a masterpiece in my eyes. You had that game, right? And then you could, I mean, if you were playing Xbox at the time, you could think about the Halo series and whatnot, you know, and then early, the early COD days. Oh my God. It's funny, it's funny cause that it just shows what type of people <laughs> we are because when you opened up with Tiger Woods, I was like, literally the first thing I thought was Kingdom Hearts. Oh my God. The Kingdom Hearts series is on there too. Yeah, man. I was like, Final was Fantasy like, was also on there. Final um, Fantasy, Metal Gear Solid, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it goes, the games go on and on and on. And like, that's just the beginning yeah. of those games, right? Like, not even yeah. to where we're at now. And then, uh, what did I already, already mention? Like, television. Um, it was starting to get more lewd because it's like you started to get like um, MTV's Real World. You know, we started to get like reality shows, and then fucking obviously like wrestling was a you know a still like a big force in the in the early two thousands. Like that, honestly, like people don't give enough credit for wrestling for shaping our generation. Like that, like two thousands, like that early two thousands to like late uh, early to mid two thousands. Wrestling was so dominant on our culture, bro. Like, you can almost ask any kid about fucking Triple H, Undertaker, Kane, Rock, yeah. Stone Cold, Kurt Angle, and they'll tell you who the fuck, John Cena, Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio, Batista, uh, Edge. You know, like, these guys are like, they fucking have shaped our generation, man. Like, dude, how, like, if you did not get fucking in trouble for doing the DX cross chop, you know what I'm saying? Like, you you weren't living, you know? Like, I, I got in trouble for it. All my friends got in trouble for it. We just did stupid shit that she just you know just give it to him you know and like i I missed that era. i missed that era dude it was so fucking fun and like yeah. i don't know if it's just because we were kids and like obviously like, when you're a kid in any generation right like growing up like it doesn't really matter like how shitty or good the generation is like you're always gonna look at your childhood fondly because of those things and like i genuinely believe like the wave of like the 90s and 2000s had like such a big impact because it was so de- it was it was really developing right like it was evolving like i don't think like kids like in the 2000 like the 2010s really kind of got that same impact you know like you yeah. know, the kids that were born in like 2002 and whatnot like by the time they're like cognizant of everything <laughs> you know like they've already had phones and shit and yeah. think about it it's like i remember like still having a fucking shitty flip flow like a samsung gravity while like other kids had the first iphone you know and like uh just like I said, just a weird time where it's like you, I think like that early t- 2000s was like that in between generation where it's like you had the link, you know, I, I hate to make a Zelda reference, but a link from the past and a link to the future, you know, like yeah. it, it was really that, that in between state and I, and you, you like, you still felt the nostalgia and the, the force of the nineties. And then you also felt like the, the, um, I guess overwhelmingness of the future. Right. Cause, Cause like, you, cause I mean like, Cause I mean, especially like at the age that we are at now, right? Like I feel like we're not like, we're not like old to the point where it's like we're confused about what's going on, right? Like for we're the, super for cognizant like, of everything, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sponsored. Continued. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, I was, I was, I was just. That's all I wanted to say. Oh. Yeah. Um. God damn it, Patrick. Fired. What are you? <laughs> You're fired, dude. You see me taking a drink of water. You gotta say something. You, gotta, you just can't let there be dead air. No, that's what I was just saying. I was like, sponsored? <laughs> Question mark? Oh no, no, no. I wish. <laughs> um, 
But I mean, yeah, like I, I, I guess, like just like I said, I just really been like on this like nostalgia kick, you know, just like, um, dude, oh, movies, fucking Fast and the Furious, like I don't know why that's the first <laughs> thing, but like I just remember fucking Tyrese and like fucking Fast and Furious. Fast and the Furious series, you oh know, my man? God. fucking Tokyo Drift. Do you remember Tokyo Drift? That was <sighs> sick. Tokyo Drift was probably the best one, dude. You know, not, not, funny? not just not just because it was like in Japan, but hey, that's when it like actually focused like on the cars. You, you know what's sick about that movie is my my brother in law was in high school when Tokyo Drift came out. Damn, like that's how I don't want to you know say he's old, but like he's older. But while that movie was coming out, he was driving a fucking Honda Civic, and like he had like he literally had like uh, like a Japanese imported engine on it. Like he like did all the early two thousand shit. Like put coilovers on it. Fucking it was like I, I forgot what it was. I forgot what the model of the car was. But like he was like, yeah, I was planning on putting a PlayStation in it and everything. And I was like, damn, I was like that's some two thousand shit, bro. Um when you can play games in your car <laughs> yeah literally literally man it like basically like his car was a ricer like to be honest with you that, that car was a ricer i i have pictures of it too you sent it to me but um oh, you know yeah <laughs> man it's it definitely it's crazy, but like it, it's interesting because like i don't really remember i think it's because like i try to just kind of like suppress those memories yeah 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 I feel you. but i mean also in, in terms of like toys and stuff like I think my my parents or me like got rid of like literally everything right so it's like i don't really have anything that you know connects me to that past right um i do remember like certain toys and stuff but like i think in terms of like actually having them right it's only like a like a slight memory i I think like the thing that like really like i guess like um makes that like nostalgia strong for me is wrestling you know obviously like Mm -hmm. because like wrestling had like infiltrated um, not only just like media, but like, um, you know, consoles, you know, games, um, mm-hmm. toys, um, pop culture in general, you know, um, yeah, they were I mean, really I could on say the it. Same, I guess you say them for like anime too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like huge influence on, um, pop culture and media today. Yeah. But I, I just, I just think at that time, it's like, they were coming out of that nineties boom of wrestling, like late nineties, like when like stone cold steve austin and the rock were just taking that product to a different level you know and then it's like you get into the 2000s and then you have like john cena batista triple h like those guys elevating it to a different level and like i think like those guys really like i guess like like i said like in my mind has like completely infiltrated pop culture and a lot of like you know young males today you know it's like who who wasn't watching that shit you know um yeah uh, and, and and just like like I said, like even when they just had bangers of games, you know, like SmackDown, here comes the pain and whatnot, and SmackDown versus Raw, and then they got to the 2K series, you know, like definitely, um, they definitely did a good job, <laughs> you know, definitely did a good job, um, but yeah, man, um, it's wild times, wild times. Yeah, man, like there's sometimes where like I feel old because it's like, man, like what do kids have now? You know, besides like YouTube, I mean, like, it, it's it's weird because I mean I have my little sister, right. so like I kind of have I kind of have like an eye like onto that too, right, right. But I mean, like I feel like kids these days like have the same thing. It's just a little bit more um, enhanced now. Yeah, it seems like way too overstimulating. It's yeah. 
<laughs> can I? Can I? I'll say this much, man. Like I, over the last eight months, my attention span has gotten so shitty. Like literally, like so shitty. And I think it's because like being in quarantine, it's like being on your phone all the time or being on your laptop doing whatever all the time has just been so overstimulating. So like when I'm at work or something like that, dude, like I can have like thirty thoughts in a second, <laughs> you know. And it's like even when I'm not on my phone, I like still I like, kind of have like this crate. Like I still like I have the attention span of like my seven month year old, seven month niece, you know. Um, like literally, like I, I, I. I yeah (laughs) yeah i i I just so it's like i i like i kind of get scared for kids these days you know it's like all their brains are gonna know is like fucking just mm, overstimulation all the time you know especially like especially like like birth now man it's like i've already seen like my like niece like like look at an ipad for like a minute too long and i'm like nah we gotta turn that shit off like (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah i was like nah we can't start that shit now you know And, and like there's there's a thing to be said like oh we had it like in form of tv and video games but it's different now um and i actually had this conversation with one of my old uh teachers right Uh, maybe like a less than maybe about a year ago now um but she was basically saying it's like it used to be like yeah were kids overstimulated by tv and video games 100 percent. but now there's that added factor of like they can have all that in their pocket right so yeah, it's also the, the access accessibility. Of yes. It. Yes. So now it's like completely accessible wherever you're at. And because it's like, we can get out of awkward situations by looking at our phone or by doing something on our phone. It's like, we're really kind of like, I don't want to say crippling our social skills, but yeah, we are, you know, like, mm-hmm. and I, even I could say it for myself, it's like, whenever I'm like in an uncomfy situation, I'm like, Oh fuck, it, I'm just going to go on my phone and scroll through Twitter, <laughs> you know? And, yeah. but I, I think, you know, Especially with this quarantine, like I can't imagine it being good for fucking any kid just being on their phone all the time. I mean, that's all they're developing with, right? Because it's like, how yeah. do, you, like, how can you truly live in the moment if you're just constantly wanting to be overstimulated? Yeah, I mean, I think there's there's, there's right. that like line that you need to find, right? Right. Um, where it's like, yeah, you have this like wonderful, like super exciting like technology in the palm of your hand, right? But also just kind of like um be present and i think that's what uh traveling has taught me too right because because you know you're especially in japan like you're in a place that you're not like super familiar with right and i remember my first trip like i was just so fucking lonely and sad Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then i think it was like my my third day there because everything was going on too right um or going wrong Um, yeah yeah but I was like, you know what? Like, I should be grateful, you know, have right. this opportunity to like be in a country that I've been wanting to go right, for right, such right. a long time. And just kind of like taking everything in. I mean, yeah, Japan and, and Tokyo specifically in general is like extremely overstimulating. I was I was gonna say that. I was waiting for you to finish, but that <laughs> yeah. fuck, dude. Yeah. But I mean at the same time, it's like you get to enjoy, you know, like just people walking around. Like you don't know these people. So it's like right. Um, you kind of get to enjoy those moments. Like mm-hmm. I'm, especially you don't even, you don't even have signal too, or yeah, 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 Wi-Fi or whatever. But yeah, if you don't have Wi-Fi, uh, like uh, I, I got fucked on my trip because my fucking, you know, cell phone provider was like, oh, you'll have signal over there. Like you know, we got you got unlimited data over there, right? Wait, well, who do you have? T-Mobile. Wait, me too. Yeah, and they did. They like failed to mention that it's fucking all two G, like fucking internet speed, right? 
And, um, yeah, when I fuck, well, I, I don't know if it was just a plan I had at the time, but they were like, oh yeah, you have, inter- you have international roaming data. And then oh. I was like, oh, okay, cool. But they failed to mention that it was the f- like fucking like 2G. It's, it's, it's pretty slow. It's yeah. pretty fucking slow. And I was like, yo, why didn't you just give me the fucking portable Wi-Fi when I asked for it? Why did you have to fucking, why did you, like, why did you have to fuck it? So basically I got lucky because my friend had like AT&T or something like that. And mm-hmm. like he had fucking per- impeccable, impeccable service. <laughs> and oh. like it, I felt bad because it's like he had to had, like, do all the mapping and stuff for all of us. But um, yeah, very overstimulating country. I can say that much. <laughs> I remember like that was like the first thing I said when I was like in like Akihabara or something like that. I was like, holy I mean, fuck. that's different. Akihabara is just like. It's uh, made to be like overstimulating. overstimulating and right? I just was like, fuck. But you know, it's funny. Like, I, you know, the, the one thing I, I remember the most about um, Japan um it was it was one day that we were there and um it had to be after hours because like everything was closed down in this tiny city we were staying in um but we got off at a train stop before um our actual stop because we were like let's walk it like let's just see what it's like to walk it at nighttime you know and it Mm. was cold and um but I, the one thing I remember, dude, it was like, it was so dead empty and the lights were off and it like almost felt dystopian because there was not a single person. Like, so like being from where we're at in Southern California, we're so used to just this rampant homeless population, right? Like no matter where you go or even, even just like, um, you know, I hate, you know, I don't want to say it, but you know, you, you usually have wanderers at nighttime, right? you know, tweakers, if you may. Um, and so like whenever you're walking like at night, like there's always somebody walking on the street. And I just remember like, it's, it's such a weird country in that, like, you know, when you're in the big cities and everything's overstimulating, right? These lights are on fucking all these like signs are like, you know, big and bright or just like neon or, or whatever. But like once that fucking bitch closes down, it is the most dystopian shit. Like no lights, empty streets no trash no people (laughs) just you (laughs) and that's it you know and and i remember just like walking maybe like half a mile to our place that we were staying at and i was just like this is really eerie because i'm not used to just this dead you know like dead silence i know you first because i was gonna say like even like like i said like if we're walking home like late at night there's always fucking lights on there's always signs on there's always places open there's always people wandering and then it just it feels weird for like a big city like that right where even if there's smaller cities that are like usually like going like non-stop during the day it's like the minute they turn those lights off it, it gets real quiet and like lonely <laughs> you know i was like i'm so glad i have a friend here because like if i was by myself i don't know if i'd last this entire time you know because i think at that time at that point in time, I wasn't really too keen on making friends in America. So, like, I couldn't imagine trying to make friends with, like, a language barrier, you know? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, good good thing. Good thing. If you're going to Japan for your first time, bring a buddy. <laughs> bring a buddy. That's all I can say is because... It, it, I didn't. But... Pa- Patrick didn't, but, like, I, from my experience, you know, if you're... Yeah, I would just say bring, bring a buddy if you're going to travel anywhere uh, foreign, I guess, to you. <laughs> It's funny that like you mentioned that you walked maybe like only only a half a mile. Right. I, I think I told you my story where I walked basically like almost three hours. Yeah. 
to get to you've told me so, privately but i don't think you've said it yeah, here. no so basically um i was hanging out with some friends in one part of the city right. um and i missed my last train um God, i should have last train bro <laughs> last train um yeah so basically there's this window of time where there's no trains running mm-hmm. and um you either like stay in the city that you're at until like then the first train or like the next train comes out comes mm-hmm. out or you um you basically walk it right so i decided and i was like i'm tired i'm also broke so um yep. i was i should have i should have asked my friends to like stay at their place right but i ended up walking uh about three hours mm-hmm. from one one end of the city to another mm-hmm. and the same thing like it was like oddly quiet there was like a point where i was like man i'm probably gonna get mugged but yeah okay. i'm in japan <laughs> you're like but then you're like oh wait yeah i'm not in america <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> Ding, you know? yeah and i think like it got to like maybe three or like four a.m yeah and then i stopped by this like 7-eleven because i was like i was like oh, there's people <laughs> yeah you're just like you're like civilization because yeah. I, I remember like even when i got off the plane uh I think like, I don't know. I, I think like if if you're at like a um, I don't know if it's the the trains run while you're still like at the airport, but like I think they stay open, like the trains stay open until the last flight. So like they'll at least take you to where you're going, right? Mm. Um, and usually like the last flights around like twelve, twelve thirty ish, right? So, um, I just remember like um, my friend bought our train tickets for us, right? Because we were only like two three stops away maybe and then we get off man and it's just like the only people like on the street were like (laughs) people that were getting off the plane basically it's like everyone's like rolling around their luggage and whatnot and then i just remember like there was like two or three nights where like we would just literally just walk around (laughs) this like entire like little city that we were staying in and like all the street lights are they're on you know but they're you know, like all the houses are like turned off, like all the lights are turned off, and it's like dead quiet. And it's like at a certain point, I'm just like, "Yo, are we, are we gonna get like the cops called on us?" Like, because that happens where we're where we're at. You know, it's like you you linger yeah. around for too long at nighttime. You you know, you get the cops called on you. But you know, I didn't even run to the police once. You know, and definitely a good thing. You know, um, but it's like, yeah, it's because like I was I was scared too because um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like filming at night too for this right. one video. Yeah, we filmed at night too. Yeah. And I was like, do I, am I going to get caught? Yeah, we like filmed on a playground at like 10 o'clock at night, you know. Me too. Maybe like 9, 10 o'clock at night. And I was just like, you know, if we were back home and we were like right in the middle of like all these apartments, like, yeah, somebody would definitely roll up on us, you know. But I think for the most part, like they're like, let's, let's leave the foreigners alone. <laughs> they're, just yeah. foreign, they're just foreigning it up over there. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely a weird, um, definitely a weird uh, experience. Like as, as nice as it is during the day, at nighttime it just feels lonely. You know what I mean? Like it's very, yeah. at, at least in certain areas. Like obviously, like if you're in a big city anywhere, right? If you're in a big city anywhere, it's gonna be live twenty four seven. You know, like <laughs> I think about like um, like Shinjuku, right? Like that place is live. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> like live. I was in, I was in, that place is live. I was in, uh, I was in Shibuya at the time. Yeah, I think that's. I think I. I kind of want to do some night crawls there next time we go. Um, yeah. But uh, I was gonna say something completely forgot. 
I wish I had more energy for you guys. I, I know this is kind of one of those like low energy podcasts. I know I'm usually screaming and jumping around by now, but I just, <laughs> dude, like I, I, I've had to work overtime basically not even like, it's not even like overtime for me, but like I've had to stay over on work, like almost like the last week and a half has been so busy, man. So it's like even doing this podcast right now is just taking a lot out of me really to do it. Like, um, yeah, it, 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 it's, 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 I don't want to say it's stressful, but it's a little stressful, you know? And it's like, especially like when I'm not like having that high energy that I usually have, it's like, oh, fuck, am I off? Like, I don't think this podcast is bad. I just like think it's like not like, you know, you start to see like how quickly like I can be like deflated, you know? And <laughs> I thought about taking like a, like a week off soon. And, and, and definitely when we, when we hit a certain point, we'll take a, we'll take a week break from this podcast, you know? Like we'll conclude the first season of this podcast. Um, <laughs> Uh, but you know, it's not the, not the time, you know? And, uh, yeah. you know, even like we were trying to plan something special for the 25th episode and it just like really hasn't like lined up in any of our schedules. And like now, like I'm starting to get stressed because it's been so busy at work and I've been staying over so late. It's like hard for me to even like pick a date to just like go out and try to like film this podcast somewhere, you know? And mm-hmm. then on top of that, it's like weekends. It's like Patrick works weekends, you know, most of the time. And then on top of that, like on weekends, like I, I babysit, right. Sometimes. And, um, it's been just so hard just to like, even like find a date just to like hang out and like meet up. Right. And it's, it's been so stressful. And, and like during this, like, I guess overall pandemic, it's been stressful. And then now it's like trying to be like in a pandemic working full time. Um, and then also trying to have this podcast on top of it. It's so fucking like, I'm at a point where I'm just like, holy fuck, I want a break. I want a vacation. I want to just relax for once, you know, like two days is not enough when you're working overtime, you know, it's just not enough. It's it, like, cause I get, I get the weekends off and it's like just not enough time for me to just actually like fucking decompress. Cause it's like, I, I get it. You know, like there's most working class people that have to do this shit, but it's like, yeah, then I got to go home and try to fucking work out and then like also try to fucking do this podcast at the same time you know and it's just (laughs) you know it's so fucking mind-numbing sometimes and it's like it is so tough when it's like you put out banger after banger after banger of a fucking podcast and then you get like one like this where like i said not bad but it's like oh my god my energy isn't there i'm fucking dead um and it's like i'm trying my fucking hardest y'all i really am but god damn I mean, it's okay. I mean, we're all. I, you know, it's funny. Doing... I I did have a topic for this podcast that I wanted to talk about, but I was gonna save it for another time because it could it could go on for a while. Um, <laughs> so maybe maybe we'll get that for twenty four twenty five. I'll save it for twenty five. It's about a good time. It's our our quarterly, um, our quarterly uh, podcast special for a second season. Yeah, it, yeah. It's almost time for a second season. We'll we'll see where I'm at, but um. I'll end with this story because I was thinking about it and I remembered it today. And I wanted to ask you a question. Okay. What What was the worst date you've ever had? The worst date? Worst date. Uh, I, I don't, I want to, I don't want to say it was worse. Yeah. The worst, but I, I think it was just the most awkward. Okay. Just tell the because, story. Because there was a language barrier. Okay. Yeah. So I was in, I was in Japan Mm-hmm. and um this girl decides to like like all my photos mm-hmm. so i was like mm, let me just try to like dm her and see right. if she wants to hang out i mean it's not really a date but you know it's on the same line and um 
yeah, we meet up. I thought she could speak English. Right. It turns out I was completely wrong. Right. And at the time, my Japanese was not as good as it is now. Mm-hmm. And like the whole time, we were basically on our phones translating to each other. Oh. <laughs> and it was just, yeah. it, it was kind of cute, but it was also mm-hmm. like awkward. And I right. was just like, and I was like, oh man, like I feel really bad. And like, I'm sure she does too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that would be the, the quote worse. <laughs> okay. Um, I remember my worst date. Um, it happened in high school. Um, here's the thing. I've been on a lot of first dates and for the most part, they've gone okay. Um, or decent or good. Right. But there's one that stands out to me in particular. Uh, I believe I was maybe like a freshman at this time. Um, but it was a double date and, uh, I was a youngin and, um, it was going to be like a, like a dinner and movie double date. Right. And so I, I remember we came back from Dayton, right? This is when we went for, you know, world world finals, you know, that we placed last in. Um, but um, besides the point, I think we came back from Dayton. And I think, like, you know, uh, springtime in California is different than springtime in Dayton. So it was like going from, you know, this nice luxurious weather to this fucking windy, cold bullshit. And then going back to it, I think it just kind of like fucked with my allergies. And I was, I was like, I came back with a little cough, right? I came back with like this little cough, a little bit of allergies, right? Um, and then maybe like a week or so later, uh, I agreed to go on a double date, right? I thought it'd be fun. I was like, this is the first time I'm really kind of getting like this, like, you know, dating experience. And so then I, we went and we went and we ate first and... I was already starting to feel not good after eating. It was like one of those things where it's like, you know, you like when you like take your first bite of a food and you're like, Hmm, this is probably not going to go down well. Right. Yeah. And so I remember, you know, I was eating chicken tenders, you know, as you do, <laughs> as you do. Um, and I remember, you know, I, I remember it was like chicken tenders and a Coke and I was like, Oh, this might not, I remember like drinking the Coke and I was like, okay, just go down, just go down, just go down. And so then afterwards we had a little bit of time. So we went to a fucking REI and before the movie started and I just remember being in the REI and then all of a sudden my fucking like body goes, it's about to come out. (laughs) And I was like, Oh fuck. And so then I was just like, I literally immediately run outside to the nearest trash can and I fucking throw up everywhere. I threw up on my jacket. I threw up like in the trash can. And fortunately, for whatever reason, I had like a fucking like handful of napkins like in my jacket pocket. So I was like trying to clean up my face like with like the like islands napkins, you know, and literally like I was not only was I incredibly embarrassed because this was like in public but I was also on a date <laughs> and also I was in the middle of a fucking REI and also we still had to go see a movie. <laughs> and so like, you know, like having throw up breath, like isn't the fucking, you know, cutest thing ever. And, um, I remember like I had to go search for a bathroom to like literally like wash my face and mouth off in. And There's then one in REI. Not at the time there wasn't. What um, do you mean? It's always been there. No. No, it wasn't. I had to go into a Bed Bath and Beyond um, to, to get it. No, there's always been a restroom mm. at the REI. I threw up, okay. Patrick. Okay. Patrick, yeah. I threw up. I know. I know exactly. <laughs> I fucking. I I had a double check for this bathroom. 
Um, but then there was like another part of it where I was just like, let me go remove myself from REI because like, I don't want to be around this girl right now. Cause she's going to think I'm fucking disgusting. And <laughs> so I went to like a, I went to like the bed bath beyond. I like had to clean myself up and like, here I am, you know, 68 degrees at nighttime wearing a fucking regular t-shirt, no jacket. Cause it's got throw up on it. Oh. And the worst part about it is like, I still had to hold onto the jacket the entire time. So like, I basically just like ran it underwater to get out of the puke off and then like bunched up into a ball and just like held onto it, you know? And I was just like, <laughs> the entire time I was like, stupid, 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 you know? And, um, yeah, dude. And, and I just, you know, you're sitting there in the movie theater and you're like, I just want to go home so fucking badly. Like, I just need to leave this fucking, <laughs> I need to just go home and just sit in this fucking embarrassment. And I remember like I was texting friends too. I was like, I just can't believe what the fuck happened. But, um, I ended up getting a kiss on the cheek and you know, like <laughs> sad at the end of the day, it wasn't bad. Yeah. But it was, it was still a W you know what I mean? Like in my book, you know, I had fucking puke breath and I still got a kiss on the cheek. So that just goes to show how much sauce I got. Um, oh my God. <laughs> uh, we're going there. Do you remember the best date you've ever had? No, dude. I don't think I've ever had a best first date. I don't think I have. Yeah. yeah. I've had like dates that have gone like really well the first time, but I don't remember like having like a really good best first date. I don't really think I've had like a like a phenomenal one where I've kind of gone all. I've had fun ones. I've had fun ones like um I remember one time like I like met up with this chick in in downtown LA at like 10:30 at night. Like and we like went to like a couple bars. I uh, had drinks, sat down. We went and got like Korean food at like one, two a.m. And I ended up not coming home to like four, eight, four or four thirty in the morning. Um, and that one was kind of fun, just because it was like super late at night. It was like super spontaneous. Like was able to like drink a little bit and eat, you know. So I guess like that would probably be one of my f- more fun first dates. Um, it, we I also like, we also we also dressed nice too. I remember that. I wore like a button down and like, you know, dress shoes and whatnot. And she like wore a dress. I brought like flowers. It's real fucking corny. Um, also, by the way, didn't make it out the second date after that one. <laughs> we didn't, we didn't make it off the second date after that one, but you know, I will say that that one was kind of fun. Um, I, I think I had like a, it wasn't really a date. It was, yeah. I mean, I mean, it could have been a date. Yeah. Was, uh, but yeah, like I think again, I was in Japan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As and, you um, as you are, as 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 I normally do. Yeah. Um. And I was uh taking photos for this one girl. Right. And then after that, we had like a, a lot of time because I was like, oh, like, are you doing anything after? Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, no, I'm not. So then we ended up like hanging out basically the whole day, <clears throat> and we were just talking about like a lot of like common things that like I was like, oh shit, like this is right. cool, and the fact that you know she also spoke a little English mm-hmm. and like we were going like back and forth in between right. like, English and Japanese. Like it was, it was, it was really fun. Like we mm-hmm. went to the arcades, we talked about anime, went to Akihabara, um, all in one day. I was like, right. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm fucking tired. <laughs> um, but, yeah. It seems like it'd be fun to go on a date when you're in the big cities over there. Like there's a lot of yeah, shit to yeah, do, yeah. you know, it's like, you want to go look at figurines? Sure. It's like, do you want to go get food? Sure. Like, do you want to go to like bowling? Sure. Like, do you want to go to a movie? Sure. Like there's just so much shit to do there, you know? It's all there. Yeah. Literally yeah. you do karaoke. Like it's all there, you know, like all these like cute little cafes, it's all there. Um, you can go fuck play ping pong if you want to, like in like a, you know, suite. But, 
you, um, you can go batting <laughs> yeah there's so much shit you could do it's it's it, and it's like usually like all in one city too like you mm-hmm. can knock out so much shit in shinjuku alone you know even like ikibukuro yeah. now like the, yeah there's so much there's so much yeah. cool shit that you can do in one city alone and it's all compact it's all within walking distance and if it isn't you can just hop on a train to the next city and you know like it's, you it, there. <laughs> it's it's fun it's it's really fun you know um yeah. last question have you been on any dates during quarantine no <laughs> yeah i have i've been on a couple at the very beginning um of it all uh when it really wasn't taken too seriously um and uh to be honest with you they're all pretty boring um i don't want to say pretty boring but it's like you kind of run out of things to do it's like what do you want to go do get boba and sit in a car for two hours like sure you know like that's that's, like- that's basically like what all of my my dates have been during quarantine it's just fucking um, like you hang out in a car and then it's just like, that's it. And then you drop them I off. I feel like and you go if you home. don't have your own place, it's hard. Yeah. And even then, like, I don't need, I could let, here's the thing. Like I, I've, I've asked people, I've asked my, like, you know, the people that are letting me stay here, if I could have people over and they're like, sure. Right. But then there's like this extra factor now where it's like, boom, we got a baby in the house now. So it's like, yeah. how do I bring somebody here <laughs> from the outside world into the inside world where there's a, where there's a fucking child, like literally a baby. Um, it's a little bit, it's a, it's a difficult decision to make, you know, where it's like, yeah, do I want friends over 100%? But it's like, do I also want to be the most safe I could be? Yeah. 100%. You know? So like, that's, that's always kind of like the, the, I guess like catch 22 of the whole situation. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause like, I don't want to let just anybody over here, you know? Yeah. I mean, even in general, like I'm, I'm grown up now. Like, um, like I remember like in the past, like, yeah, like I would, it's like, if, if I'm going to go have sex, like, yeah, I'm going to fucking sneak somebody in here, you know, like it's all cool. But now it's just like, I've, I've grown up and it's like, okay, I got to be a little bit more selective on the people I let into my home. Um, especially mm-hmm. like, even if it, you know, if it's for whatever reasons, like not even just for like cooking up or, um, you know, like having people over for fun. Like, yeah, I got a little be, I got to be more selective now than I've mm. ever been, you know? Um, cause it is scary. It is scary. You know, I've had friends that have, you know, gotten the virus. I've had friends that have, uh, like they're like had as like, like asthma got activated because of co- like COVID, you know? Mm-hmm. So it is kind of like, um, <clears throat> it is a little bit scary, I guess in that way. But, um, fortunately I've been, I've been very fortunate. Everybody in my home has been very fortunate, especially because we've been all working too during this pandemic, you know, that we haven't mm-hmm. really gotten it. Um, and, um, you know, I can honestly just say it's probably just good genes, um, good, strong, <laughs> good, strong, healthy boy genes. Um, you know, we got a family full of Chad, so it's just, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what time is it? Like nighttime. It's fucking it's eleven thirty five and I gotta work in the morning. I'm off still tomorrow, so ah! <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I it, it's stressful because it's like man, it's like you really try to plan like like I know I gotta shoot these two videos that's coming up and it's like I'm already stressing like trying to find time to like shoot it and edit it you know like how like where am i gonna and then it's like also like i don't have a fucking table down box this shit on you know like i don't have a table in my room i don't even have like a fucking like tv tray you know like where like how am i gonna fucking film that like i have like a desk upstairs but it's like i'm gonna have to fucking maneuver that shit around you know just to get the camera behind it or whatever you know 
Oh my god, dude. Oh, it's all stressful. Everything. I could just use any of my tables as like. I'm just gonna come over to your house and shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> That's just. I'm just gonna knock on your fucking door. It's like 11:30 at night. I'm just like, hey, I gotta um uh, film this real quick. You yeah. just. Yeah. Like my table is white. It's pretty much empty, and then I have my drawer and like. I got lights. You know, I could get you know. <laughs> you know, yeah. fucking. Man. I don't know. I got. I gotta figure it out. I gotta figure it out because it's killing me. <laughs> <laughs> I like bought the toy without I bought the toys without thinking of the logist logistics if I'm being honest with you. So I mean at least you have it now. And like Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have the equipment, but it's just like, okay, where am I gonna actually do this unboxing thing? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Anyways, yeah, it's when you, it's so difficult. Like I don't think people understand it's like when you're trying to do all this shit solo, it's stressful. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. It's you when you I don't know. have when you when you don't have a team when you don't have your own office space when you don't have like your own like um you know uh production area you know and you're just kind of doing everything like grassroots homegrown from your own desk and you're the, and you're the one doing like all the editing all the filming all the writing you know like all the uploading um it is very very stressful you know and like people uh Extremely. you know people are like oh just take a break from the podcast I'm like a break from the podcast shut take the up. fuck you want me to take a break from the podcast this is my livelihood right here you know like i mean it's not how i make my money but you know i care a lot about it you know like you know i can't just take a break from the podcast if i took a break from the podcast what else can i take a break from huh i can't do it patrick not yet not until the season's over not until this fucking season's over then we could take a hiatus and that hiatus <laughs> might only last like one week <laughs> you know <laughs> If anything, we need to record for the other weeks during that week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll record like four podcasts in a single week and then I'll just I'll just bust it out while we're taking our own break, you know? Maybe we'll maybe we'll maybe we'll take it over Christmas break. How about that one? Maybe we'll take a Christmas break. <laughs> or that. Yeah. Or or the holidays. Um <laughs> Which by the way, I'm looking forward to, but I'm not because I'm not looking forward to spending money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not looking forward to spending that fucking money, dude. Especially because it's like people are like, "Oh, you're making money, money now." And like now, people are expecting some gifts, you know. And I'm just like, I'm still single though. Um, but if you are out there and you are potentially, you know, looking for a mate for Christmas, um, you know what I'm saying? It's starting to get, it's starting to get a little serious. I'm tired of spending these holidays alone. So oh you know, God. if you're, you know, I'm gonna look right at the camera. <laughs> Hey, if you're watching, bang my line. You know, let's talk. Um, you know, but you know, I'll I'll spend money on a girl. That's one thing. If it's one thing about me and having money, I'll <clears throat> spend it on a girl. Um, I can I can vouch for that. Thank you, thank you. When I yeah, when I actually have dough to spend on a woman, <laughs> what you want, girl? You want a Teflar bag? You want you know you want a little you want a little Birkin bag? I don't know if I can afford Birkin, but. You know, I can afford Tel uh, Telfar. You know, maybe some Coach, a little bit of Coach. You know, but you know, I'll get you something. Well, I'll hook, I'll hook it up. You like Nikes? I get you some Nikes. You know, oh well, Nikes for sure. StockX and Firm, baby. It's all about them payment plans. <laughs> oh shit. Um. Anyways, we you know we passed the hour mark, so that's good. Um, we can wrap it up. Um, Patrick, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me again, as always. Instagram handle, it's on the screen. If you're an audio listener, it's at PTRCKP underscore on IG, as well as at Project Clover underscore on IG. 
um project YouTube. clover on youtube um if you guys want to follow me that's on the screen if not go back and replay the pre-roll also all of our links for our social medias are in the description now of all the podcasts so um actually like on the actual podcast platform like apple spotify it should be all there in the description so um yeah check them all out follow us on everything um shit what else um <laughs> it was just in silence um yeah probably the only time there would be silence yeah i promise you guys the podcast that comes out on monday it's gonna be electrifying so you can count on that it's gonna be what, what am i looking for <laughs> i don't know but hey oh my god next week's supposed to be the 25th podcast i don't know <laughs> we still gotta do something anyways uh post with a thumbnail other way like lean a little bit yeah okay all right guys see you later peace don't throw up on dates